Okay, right now I'm talking to James Lavelle. This guy is a, a musician. He's a believer in Christ, most of all. Also, um, James, I showed him the website, uh, my website, where we talk about fathers and mentors. And I want him to get into that also, just, you know, the impact mentors have had on him, uh, what he's seen from his view of a 50-year-old man and, you know, how that message, if it's relative or not, because we're not talking about the need for fathers of mentors being a black thing, a white thing, a Cuban thing, a Jamaican thing. This is a global thing. Just like Christianity is a global um, lifestyle way of living that was intended for the whole entire planet. And I purposely stay away from using the word religion because you could have religion without God. And Christianity was never meant to be a religion, but a way of life. So, um, James Lavelle, just, uh, Hey, share with us who you are and your background and just go ahead, man. Talk to us. Okay, brother Travis. Um, I'm glad to be on your podcast. Um, Yes, we did met today at, at the mall, Manassas Mall, um, right there by Estes um, Design. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was a pleasure. And as a, as a person who's always uh, on the spotlight, in the spotlight, uh, you know, advocating for my culture, which is the Garifuna culture, I, I am more than willing to, to share some spotlight on, on my culture as being a Garifuna man born of Garifuna heritage. Okay. So, so first of all, I, I was very um, excited when we met and when you asked me uh, earlier today about Garifuna because, um, uh, first of all, my my people, the, the Garifuna people, are made up, they're comprised of three cultures all in one. They are the Africans. Uh, I say... Um, the, from the Mali Empire, okay. uh, from West Africa, mm-hmm. but uh, as a global citizen, I consider myself a global citizen. Also, I encompass all of Africa, first of all, as the motherland, but um, I also um, encompass the west, western part, the, the West Africa. Okay. That includes Nigeria. That includes Ghana, Senegal, Ivory Coast. All those, all those countries in, in West Africa, because um, even though we, they said um, in our history that um, that the the people from Mali, the Africans from Mali, under the leadership of Abu Bakari, who came to to the Caribbean in the early 1300s, you know, uh, but this was pre-Columbian, before Columbus, sure, and uh, they came. You know, with the, because at that time, Mali was the leading country in technology. That was just like how America wow. is a leading country today. Well, Mali in the early 1300s was just like America today. Okay. Okay. So what happened when these people came, where they were explorers, they were never, they, they were not even thinking about slavery. Slavery was not in existence as far as African is being enslaved. So they came as explorers. 
They came uh, with their knowledge of technology when it comes to irrigation, when it comes to the knowing about the stars, the moon, and the, the you know the all that cosmos. Sure, right. Yeah, so they came with all that yes. and equipment, you know, for irrigation. So when they landed in the Caribbean and in South America, they intermingled with the Locono and the Kalinago. Now, the Locono and the Kalinago were Aboriginal Indians who, who, were, who resided and who inhabited the Caribbean. It's just like how the Apaches and the Souk and the sure. other Native American Indians the were Cherokee, here before the Europeans like came. The Black Hawks, things like that. Yeah, exactly. And just like how they have the Inca of Peru, the Aztecs of Mexico, the Maya of Mexico, yes. and, and Belize, and, and the Quechi, okay, mm-hmm. and the Waro. All these are indigenous first people. And uh, so what happened, uh, the, the, the main homeland of the Garinago people where, where, where this um, coming together happened was St. Vincent and the Grenadines. So it was in St. Vincent and the Grenadines where the, the, the Locono, the Kalinago and the Africans intermingled to, to produce a new race of people called Garifuna. Okay, now how do you spell that? Garifuna is spelled G-A-G-A-R-I-R-I F U Fu N A Na Gari Fu Na. Okay, okay. Okay, so that that's how you spell that, and you pronounce it Gari Fu Na. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, so that's what happened. So when my people, they since Saint Vincent was their homeland, they inhabited all of that island. Okay, and here comes the 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 the, the Europeans. Here comes the the French, the British. The, the the Portuguese, the, the Spaniards, you know, they all came, okay. you know, uh, and, and and they came with their weapons of mass destruction, which was at that time guns, firewood, I call it firewood. Okay. They came with their guns, they came with their cannons, okay? And they came with the intention to spread the three Gs. Okay. okay. They, they were coming to spread the gospel. They were coming to look for gold. And they were also coming with greed to capture or take anything that they find or yeah. found. Okay. So th- those are the three G's that they were coming after or with. Okay. So when they landed in, in St. Uh, not only in St. Vincent, but in the whole Western Hemisphere, this new world, America, so to speak. Yes. yes. They, they started to dominate. They started to ill-treat the, the Native Americans. Okay. Okay. They and in the they call it in the the at the encomienda system. There's a there, this was a word and from the Spanish people Bartolomeu de las Casas. Uh, he was a humanitarian a, a, a missionary who was like uh, protecting the inhabitants, the native people, yeah. when he when he realized that the 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 Europeans were just annihilating the, 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 the first people, you know, making them work, looking for gold, looking for precious stone, right, having them labor. work, cutting, you know, just abusing these people. And they also brought um, diseases like chicken pox, you know, wow. uh, uh, and other diseases that these people were immune to. They were not immune to. So they were just dying because of uh, having um, chicken pox. And, yes. 
and smallpox and stuff like that, you know, yeah. along with the harsh treatment, they disseminated the, the population. But what happened in St. Vincent, that my people, the Garifuna people, they they were able to, to defend themselves because they were very, very um, robust people. They have this African blood in them, so they were able to withstand the, the, the diseases that the European brought. And they were also able to organize okay. and they had their own way of leadership. They, they were able, they were independent. They were not dependent on no, no other culture. They were able to, to, to be subsistent. They, they had their way of life. They have their culture. They, they believe in their God, their, their, their spirituality sure. and all that. So when the European came, they came with the intention to dislocate the my ancestors from their homeland so oh, wow. they did they did that by by causing war by waging war and they come by with bribery to 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 get my ancestors to sell them their land or to give them their land and wow. and, and, and and we that was not happening our ancestors know the value of land and they know that the the island was their land and it doesn't belong to the king or queen of england sure. or, or, or spain so whatever rule these european were coming to 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 enforce against the, the carinable people in saint vincent and grenadines it didn't work they were able to colonize all of america all of the caribbean the only island that was not colonized until until like the very last island I would say that was colonized by the European was St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And that was because my people resisted until the very end. Oh, wow. So it, it only took St. Vincent and the Grenadines uh, approximately 50 years into when they were colonized. Okay. It took them 50 years when they were colonized before slavery was abolished and stuff like that. But the good news is my ancestors were never enslaved. The, 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 the Garifuna people of St. Vincent and the Caribbean were never enslaved by the, by the Europeans. So that is wow. a note. That is something noteworthy to, to put as a check because Absolutely. most people, most European historians, uh, they tend to want to uh, write that all Africans or Black Americans were, were descendants of slaves, right? Which is which is not true. That's a uh, that's a that's a myth. It's not true. No, it's a lie and that's been put lie, out there. Exactly. Right? It's not a myth. It's a, it's a, a lie and, that's been and, put out there purposely. And we are here to the the Garifuna is here to to prove that. Gotcha. Uh, I will say though that because of the deplorable condition that, that we were subjected to, because just like how the Jewish people today are, are advocating and not and remembering their Holocaust in, in Germany under Hitler rule, well, we have our own Holocaust also. And, and all practically several races, several cultures and yes, race, races have their Holocaust because what happened to Africa with, the, with our brothers coming from Africa, you know, stolen from Africa and brought to America, that, that was a Holocaust too. Yes. So yes, that, let's not undermine that. And then here in the United States, 
the the Indians, the native Indians, they were forced from, to, they were taken on a on a trail of tears. Yes. Where where they were where they died, uh, being transported or taken to another reservation away from their their homeland. That's part of American was, history. Uh, you know, so let, let's not forget that, and that is part of the that is the root disease. That is the that is the root disease that is affecting America today. Mm. The fact that we are, you know, the fact that all these um, laws that needs to be changed so that it can be compatible to, to African Americans and Native Americans mm-hmm. and other the the, in, the Chinese who were here contributing to to the to the, to the advancement of this country you know it, it was not done solely by the strength and the knowledge of of the the, the white america that now uh, that is matter, that is know, correct james now let me let me just ask you this here because you're saying a lot of history and i also call it american history and what i mean by that is simply a lot of history that is not taught in schools but I want um, you just to speak a little bit on, um, you said you're a descendant from the Mali um, in Africa. Tell us more about the Mali, but also um, you had mentioned about the three G's. What was the, or do you know, what was the practicing uh, faith of the Mali's before the Spanish showed up and the British showed up? Because a lot of people have been taught and it's very hard for them not to believe that the pilgrims and somebody who was European brought Christianity to America when Africa, places like Ethiopia, uh, Christianity was going on uh, thousands of years before it even came to America. Okay, can, Brother can get Travis. Into that? Yes, Brother Travis. Uh, okay, let, let, let me give you a disclaimer. Sure. I, I am a musician. I'm a Garifuna artist. Okay, first first off, I'm a Garifuna artist. Mm-hmm. And what I do as a Garifuna artist, I I delve into into the, the, the history of my people. I, I, I went as... I picked up as many books that I can pick up that uh, that I can buy out there that that was written by my my people and that was not written by my people because it's good to hear from other sources. Yes. And and I did all that so that I can arm myself because it's when you know about your history you will be able to defend it. Check it out, and, y'all. So true. And uh, so for uh, I'm talking to you as a passionate Garifuna, proud Garifuna that, that I am, uh-huh. and also a Garifuna artist. So what I'm what I'm going to tell you about what I've researched and what I've read, it, it, it's not, you know, it, it, it might be biased because I'm, if it doesn't sound good to me, if it's derogatory to me, if, if it doesn't make me feel good, then I will dismiss it, one, or I will rebut it. Mm. I, I will find something else to, to read or find a reason why it was written, why it was written in the history books as such. Gotcha. Because there were a lot of stuff that was written that was in a derogatory manner. They were writing, the scribes at that time were writing in a condescending manner. So they thought they were always superior and everybody else were inferior. Wow. So, so sometimes... When you read, 
you you whatever is written about you 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 want to look at it from different angles and and you want to question it because if it doesn't rest well with you then maybe it's not good sure you know so so i'm saying all this because the when it comes to uh um the 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 mali um connection it, it, it's a beautiful thing because there were three empires you know in in africa even before before all this slavery um uh scenario yeah. they 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 had the the ghana empire then they had the mali empire then they had the songhai empire okay. so so it, it it just shows that africa could even to this day africa can stand alone you know i'm not there's nobody who can convince me that africa is poor because it will, it only appears poor because of what the lens from other people lens are shooting in africa there, there there's there's gold there's uranium there's there's the natural resources yeah. so much abundantly in africa where it is taken from africa to, to to china it's taken from africa to england it's taken from africa to france so these first world countries so to speak are feeding from africa so i i, I believe africa i know africa is the first world africa is the first world that that where civilization began i know africa uh, everything started in africa so everybody is a replica it's a duplicate of africa understand so when it comes to the christianity that you were talking about it is true it started in africa christianity was in africa in in ethiopia in in that region way before the europeans knew about about christianity understand they just put christianity in a different clothing mm. you know or they just packaged christianity differently with with different characters with 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 different colors characters so that so that it can reflect and look like them okay and 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 then here we are bringing back the the same thing that was originally in africa and then they want to make it look like africa africans are worshiping pagan gods and devil worship and and, and animals and stuff right, like that right right okay okay yes so i i denounce that all those are uh, as far as i'm concerned i i i don't pay attention to that okay okay uh, you know so i, I i'm not going to dwell into into stuff like that because i know that it's a big brainwash it's false information it's perpetuating the european myth and i'm not i'm not going to tolerate that all right we'll work you on that so um well you're a musician you had mentioned that uh tell us about like how did that get started did you take lessons and also uh the instruments you play wonderful okay i was born in belize okay belize is in central america it is um southeast of mexico so literally you can i you can fly from anywhere in the united states you're going to fly like a good 5 hours to get to the to Philip Golson International Airport to to the in Belize okay. it's going to take you 5 hours from New York here in Virginia from different parts of the, this country it will take you the most 7 hours to get to Belize it's not far from here it's like 3000 miles from 
uh, strategically from New York and, and maybe from Los Angeles. Mm. Uh, I was born into the Garifuna uh, culture, you know, and uh, in Dangriga, where I grew up as a child, uh, it is known as the culture capital. Mm. And that means um, that means you you will always see on a daily basis you know people playing mu- music when it comes to guitar people playing guitar in the streets or sure. in the okay. backyard people you know taking up the garifuna drums and just uh, impromptu put up some put some drums together and uh, and guitars and then you hear some people singing and that that's just how it was in my country growing up so we didn't have much yeah uh, but then I, I can take that back because we did have a lot when it comes to going to the farm to 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 pick mangoes coconuts and stuff like that okay. you know the fruits that we eat and then we go swimming in the ocean the river you know we we make our own games our own toys when it comes to kite we make our kite we make our uh, we play marbles and stuff like that. It, it, it was, it was. A, a, I had a wonderful childhood. Okay. Put it like that. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. I really didn't need no computers and <laughs> and all these new gadgets this, the, that they're having today. You know, yeah. these are just additional stuff that the kids can use in a positive way to to enhance their knowledge. But what what I did, I enjoyed. I had a wonderful childhood. And it was while I was growing up that I was exposed to, to musicians and music, and uh, I didn't I didn't formally went to school to to learn how to play the guitar nor the drums because that was something that I picked up with with looking at how my how some musicians in Dangriga would play, and then um, also the the drums. But as I grew older, when I graduated from ecumenical high school, I I decided to to further my my education and my musical skills. So I joined the the police force. I was I was a police mm. officer, okay. and uh, I joined the police force mainly because I want to get into the police band. Oh, and I was yes, <laughs> and I was fortunate to get in the police band under the leadership of uh, uh, um, Inspector Jeffers, um, Crispin Jeffers, he was my inspector, band, band leader, band director. So um, I, he, he was instrumental to allow me to go to, to school, to after school in the evening at Paloti High School to take courses, for, uh, music courses from um, Sister Therese. She was a, a nun that was teaching music in Paloti at that time. I, I think she, she she has passed away, you know, God bless her. Sure. And uh, she she was able to to do I was able to get um get courses through her from the Royal School of England and you know, Royal School of Music in England. So I did the correspondence courses there in Belize and I was able to hone my skills when it comes to writing music and reading music with the saxophone i played the sax i learned to play the saxophone in the police band okay. and uh, i i also learned how to play the piano in in the police force so uh, that was where my world for music just unfolded 
it unfolded because I didn't know that I had all these skills. I was just playing drums and playing the guitar at that time. But, wow. um, okay. but then I got exposed to all these instruments and theory and reading music and that was all it takes for me. And that's what I've been doing. So I, I began to organize right there in Belize City uh, you know, to to have like a group, to ha to have a band, so to speak. But um, I I went further than that because I realized that um, I was more into promoting my culture because at that time, you know, my culture, the Caribbean language, was was I had already realized that it was a lot of children, younger younger children, were not speaking the language. They were. They were speaking more of the colloquial language in Belize, which is Creole mm. and, and English or okay. Spanish, okay. and they were they were not speaking their language, which is Garifuna. So I decided to to form a, a Garifuna cultural group in Belize City, and uh, I did that. The name of the group the, that I started was Igundani. Igundani stands in Garifuna. It, it translates um. Um, happiness okay Igundani dance group happiness dance group so to speak so um so i did that and it, it flourished it, it, i kept it going until i relocated to to the united states in 1990 